Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Kevin Durant did the Lakers quite the favor by maintaining pressure on Joe Tsai and the Brooklyn Nets. Essentially, anytime Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets, and Kyrie Irving make their way into the headlines, the immediate jump for those of you listening to the show is to, all right, cool. What does that mean for us? And for good reason. Uh, We know, we have known here for quite some time that Kevin Durant, as a, a, a piece that the Brooklyn Nets now feel like they have to move, he is their priority. He is the top priority to their offseason. He is the domino that needs to fall for things around the NBA to then kind of fall into place. I know Donovan Mitchell is waiting to be traded, hopefully to the East Coast somewhere. I know that uh, Miami is waiting for some outcome here with Kevin Durant so that they can figure out what they're able to do elsewhere across the offseason. Obviously here with the Lakers, They are waiting to find out what happens with Kevin Durant so that they can know whether or not they have a chance at Kyrie Irving. And based on whether or not they have a chance at Kyrie Irving, they can then move on to whether or not they want to pursue a deal with the Indiana Pacers or with the Utah Jazz and so on and so forth. But for the intents and purposes of this pod right now, look, today was a good day for the Lakers. Kevin Durant, again, applied pressure via the media to the Brooklyn Nets after his meeting with Joe Tsai. I was kind of waiting for some kind of an update here uh, because we know that they met last Friday. So we had been waiting here for a few days, and I was sitting here wondering, hey, um, what happened with that meeting? And lo and behold, we find out that Durant, again, told them that he wants out or... He wants Sean Marks and Steve Nash gone. That gets tricky. As I explained for Silver Skin and Roll when I wrote about it after recording with Matt Moore earlier today. Progress is almost never linear. In some cases, it more closely resembles a pendulum than it does a consistently traceable series of events in a singular trajectory. The NBA has watched its stars gain gradually more power, watched that power slip away, gain it again, lose some again, and so on and so forth. Yes, we have arrived in a place where they rightfully wield more power than ever before, but it hasn't been a smooth path to this point. In recent years, stars have really exercised their leverage to varying degrees of success, and now, as things get even uglier between Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets and, if we're being honest, LeBron James and the Lakers, one can't help but wonder if that trend is nearing its end. Before we go any further, we really need to stop calling this movement player empowerment. Trust me, no players outside of James Durant, Anthony Davis, and Kyrie Irving have felt particularly powerful over these last few years or so. To be absolutely clear, stars earned the right to have the opportunities James and Durant got to run organizations. Hell, their turn probably should have come before coaches were entrusted with their typical coaching responsibilities as well as personnel power. But... As we learned with coaches, it's impossible to have sustained success when two crucial jobs that require one's full attention are held by a single person. Had James and Durant overseen consistently successful and stable franchises, then perhaps we'd see more examples of stars having that kind of sway. But 
As success has been more the exception that proves the rule than the rule itself, not only are team governors running out of patience, other stars have seen disinclined to put their brands on the line as publicly in James's Durant. So, you combine team governors getting sick of the volatility that comes with stars wanting all the responsibility but none of the accountability, with younger stars on track to have the kind of leverage James and Durant have, perhaps choosing not to wield it to the same degree. And now we might be witnessing that pendulum nearing the end of its swing. All that was more on a national and macro level, but on a micro level, as it pertains to the Lakers specifically, look, this was a step in the direction of Kevin Durant getting traded. Yes, obviously, the move here is ideally to fire Sean Marks and fire Steve Nash and bring back Kevin Durant. But when the terms are this explicit, not only is Joe Sy not interested in being strong-armed into those decisions, but owners around the league, as Matt Moore explained on on the Anthony Irwin show earlier, uh, not only is Joe Sy not interested in being strong into the into this decision, but owners around the league or governors around the league are rooting for Sy to again reassert his power over the organization that again he paid for. So I think how this plays out is the Nets basically go through another cycle of rumors. It was really fascinating today that ESPN at no point got involved. Uh, We know that Adrian Wojnarowski is very close with Sean Marks, and we know that he has very close ties to others in the Brooklyn Nets organization. Today was a bad news day for that Brooklyn Nets organization, so he might have just chosen to sit it out, um, which... Look, if you care about journalism and stuff like that, the fact that the most informed person would sit out, choose to sit out on one of the bigger news days of the offseason to this point should kind of raise a few red flags, but that's neither here nor there. I think that for those of you who are still hoping for Kyrie Irving, and again, I completely understand others, myself probably included, who would prefer to see the talent brought back in trading Russell Westbrook. Uh, I would prefer that. I'd like to see that disperse across the roster, but that's probably not going to happen in large part because Kevin Durant essentially just signed his name on his own walking papers in Sharpie, passed them across the table to Josiah and is now leaving with middle fingers up to Sean Marks and Steve Nash, even after He used his own power within the organization to bring in Steve Nash and used his own power within the organization to get Sean Marks to make moves that he otherwise probably wouldn't have. Hi there, DeAndre Jordan. So uh, I I think we are probably, this is probably going to put everything, uh, you know, on, on a treadmill and set that speed to a little higher than it was previously. We are still kind of meandering towards training camp. Uh, the, the, and, and the opening of training camp is when all of these teams would prefer to have this all figured out. But I think today, for those of you who are listening and hope to have the Lakers trade for Kyrie Irving, today was a good day. I probably could have just said all of that in like 30 seconds. So my bad. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, We are going to be 
not going to be doing a spaces in a little bit. We are going to have Alex and Alex do the Taco Tuesday show. Spaces is going to be moved from later this afternoon to Thursday. My folks are heading out, so I'm going to spend the last few hours with them here. Um, and then we will be back to our regularly scheduled uh, shows for the entirety of the week, other than the uh, Lakers Lounge as Harrison is on his second honeymoon. Yep, Harrison, putting you on blast again. So until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.